Have you ever had to justify the time, effort, and money you spend on your books? Have you ever wondered if it was even worth carrying on? Have you considered giving up, which breaks your heart, of course, because you've put your all into this, but how long can you keep going if nothing is working? So in this training, we're going to dive into four simple actions that will boost your profit from your children's books. And then stick around to the end because I have a quick action challenge. And I'd love to hear about what you thought. So for most authors, you know, your book is your passion, your bucket list item often. But shortly after publishing, something changes. You're still proud of yourself, yes. But how much better would it be if your book actually sold? If people raved about it, shared with their friends, and even bought multiple copies? Not to mention paying off the illustration and the book printing fees. Shortly after publishing, for most of us, this is where our thoughts start turning. And we're brand new to Amazon, you know, from the creator side of things. We were used to buying, but we're not used to using it as a creator. And for most of us, we are definitely brand new to marketing. We start off thinking just getting the book on Amazon is enough for us. Or we think getting the book on Amazon is the key to success. <laughs> But then quickly we realize there's a sea of books already there and it's really stiff competition. So that's exactly what happened to me a few years ago. For a while, Amazon worked great for me and my books. And then people started publishing books for kids in droves and the competition got much more intense. I realized something when I realized that things had shifted, had changed for me. I realized that if I relied only on Amazon for my sales, I was giving them all the control. I wasn't able to talk to buyers, people who had bought, to potential buyers, which is people who'd seen my book page. I couldn't directly share with anybody about new books coming out. That was entirely up to Amazon. I couldn't share with people about anything I had going on. And even when I ran ads, I wasn't really in control, L, the algorithm, is completely in control of the ads. And so when I had that aha about Amazon, I realized then that I had to take control of my own marketing. Now, all of my books are still for sale on Amazon, and I think it's smart to be there as long as you're not morally opposed to Amazon. But it's not where I focus. I have a solid marketing foundation. I know how to get traffic. I know how to engage that traffic. And a way that I can speak to them again and again and again, whenever I want. And I know how to make them offers. That's right. I had to learn to not be shy about selling my books. I was a teacher way back when, which is why I love to help authors figure out their marketing. I love to teach it. Also, I know what it's like to walk taller, to hold my head higher to feel really proud of myself for being a successful children's author. And that's really what I want for you too. So here are four actions for you to hear about and then implement. One is super easy because it's something just to not do. All these four things will help you be more profitable with your books and you can start today. You can make more money today. So what are you waiting for? Keep listening. Okay, number one, you can do it today. There's a funny quote I've seen online and it always makes me chuckle. Here's the quote. Have you ever thought to yourself, I can't believe I worked this hard to be this poor? Have you ever seen that one? 
For authors, it's so true. So many authors list their book for sale at too low of a price on Amazon when they're starting out because they feel badly about asking people for money. So instead, you need to hold your head up high, puff out your chest a little bit, ask for money. You're worth it. Your book is worth it. You do it by raising your price on Amazon. So start just by raising it $1. And something key to note is it does matter when you raise it in on Amazon.com, raise it on all the countries by a dollar. So if you're talking a standard paperback, 32 pages, try listing at $11.99. Lots of authors list at $9.99 or $10.99. Start at $11.99. If it's a hardcover, you're going to have to judge by what comparable hardcovers are selling for. Okay, just by doing this one thing, giving yourself a $1 raise, you can make more money as soon as you start making sales. Now, you might be thinking, that's great, Lori. I can raise my prices, but I'm not getting any sales on Amazon. So number two, we're going to branch out with product creation. Deepak Chopra says, instead of thinking outside the box, get rid of the box. So I'm going to help you do that. Whenever I tell new authors about this, their minds are blown. Most authors, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's really hard, you know, to publish your first book, to commission the illustrations, to do all that project management. It's a lot of work. And they come out the end and they think that one book is the only thing they have to sell. It's the only way that they can make money. That $3.55 though, that only takes you so far. So instead, create one or two or five or 10 digital resources, sell them from your social media posts, sell them from your email, sell them from your website. You can really quickly, really easy double the profit you're making right now with this strategy. You create the resources once, so that will take time and energy. I usually tell people, you know, try to spend no more than three hours. I know it's hard, but if you can, outsource it or try to spend no more than three hours because you want to test it and see if people actually like the thing that you made. But you create it once and then you sell it over and over and over again. Okay, the third thing we're going to talk about is, well, it's a way to give yourself another raise, really. The best way to give yourself a raise is to spend less money. Joshua Fields Milburn said that, and then this situation, I agree with him. A common mistake I hear about over and over again, it's, it happens, I hear about it when, I hear about it when people come to me distraught, stressed, unhappy, because they've purchased their books in bulk. They were lured in by the thought of huge profits by only buying a thousand books or 2000 books or 5,000 books. Oh my goodness, or more. You know, the books only cost 25 cents each. But at that huge quantity, you're putting out so much money. And so too late, most authors realize they don't know how to market them. They don't know how to sell them. And in that situation, it doesn't matter how cheap your books were to print. So here's what you should do instead. Just don't put out so much to begin with, right? Spend less money. When it's your first book, I want you to think of it as a minimum viable product. And this is hard. I get it. It's your first book. You want it to be the best possible product. But if you're listening to me and you haven't put a book out yet, uh, maybe engage with me on social media so that I can help you work through the mindset issues you have. If you're listening to this and you've already put out a book, 
my guess is that you you agree with me, even though you didn't at the time. If you don't put out so much to begin with, then it's less of a hardship as you struggle to learn marketing and sales. So use KDP. Do print on demand. I've sold over 200,000 books and I've never had a customer comment on the quality of the paper or the cover or the printing. I will not argue that a hardcover is better. I will not argue that a professional print company from overseas or even local has better quality. They absolutely do. And it's obvious when you have two books next to each other. But the consumers, the readers, they don't care. They don't notice. They don't comment. The only ones who comment are other authors. And if you never print your book multiple ways and compare them, you'll never know the difference either. And so again, I know that's really hard, but it's so much better to have a minimum viable book than a $20,000 book or investment into your book that you never make back. And there's nothing stopping you from if your book is successful and it's going really well from doing a bulk print later on and putting that money out later on. Okay, number four, the fourth action to boost profits from children's book is employing the Pareto principle. Something I often see authors do is they're spending all their time, let's say 80% of their time. So the Pareto principle is the 80-20 rule. So you've probably heard that in some form or another. And lots of authors spend 80% of their time on social media. And the truth is that most of the time, social media is not what makes you any money. So I implore you, pay attention to the activities you do that do generate revenue. So things like author visits, doing markets, maybe social posting does make you money. Whatever it is, pay attention to the things that you do that make you money and then do more of those things and do less of the things that don't make you money. And this is where it gets really hard because you might have it in your head from looking at what everybody else does, that you should be doing, quote unquote, these things. But if you pay attention and realize that these things are not what makes you money, it will be easier to stop doing them. Okay, so you have to lose your fear of being wrong. Just because you think, for example, posting on social media is what you ought to be doing. If it's not getting you further, if it's not growing your revenue, you shouldn't be doing it. Alrighty, one more bonus thing because I just can't stop myself. Have fun. Who said creativity is intelligence having fun? Einstein said creativity is intelligence having fun. You had fun, I hope, when you thought about writing your book, when you were caught up in the wonderings of it. Can I? Should I though? How would I even? It's fun. It was exciting. In the BAM group, which is a paid membership that I offer brilliant authors making money, we talk about our failures. We talk about our flops, the whoopsie daisies, <laughs> the big mistakes. And do you know what celebrating those failures has done for us? It's brought a sense of fun into our marketing. And a lot of the authors come into the group, hate. they say, I hate marketing. I don't know what I'm doing to market. I have no idea. It's no fun. I don't like it. Well, we're bringing the fun back into it. And it's fun to share with the group about how we tried something, even if it wasn't successful. Having fun makes trying new things easier. And when you try new things, well, that's where the magic happens. So if you like the sounds of celebrating failure, working with a super engaged group of authors, getting specialized training from an expert in the industry, that's me, then join us in the BAM group. Really, I just like to say BAM. 
when aspiring authors join, they get a fast track launch plan to make sure they're focusing on the activities that work. Employing fast action principle number four. For authors who are struggling, when they join us, they get to choose a path of being either time starved, meaning they literally have no time, but they still want to make things work, or money starved, meaning they need to make money now. There's dedicated trainings for both of those things. And for authors who've been around for a while, who consider themselves to be doing well, but they're ready to do better, they're ready to scale, well, there's dedicated trainings for them as well. There's something for everyone in the BAM group. BAM! And there is a free seven-day trial. So come on in and just get a feel for it all. Okay, thanks for sticking around to the end. Here's your quick action challenge. I want you to choose one of the five things I've shared with you today and then commit to making it happen. Number one is a specific action you can take today in less than an hour, probably for an instant pay raise. Number two was the one I said, try to spend a maximum of three hours or outsource so that you can judge how that digital product that you're adding is received by your audience before you spend tons of time and money. Number three is a what not to do action. You just have to commit to tuning out everybody's loud voices that want to convince you what the best thing for you is. And it doesn't matter whatever they're trying to convince you. There's no one way, one right way for everybody. So you just have to really understand what's best for you and the situation that you're in right now. Number four is really an ongoing task. You'll need to commit to staying focused on only the activities that generate sales, really for as long as you're an author, sorry. If you're a creative, I bet the squirrel syndrome is strong with you, which is maybe why we're friends. Speaking as a fellow squirrel, it's a constant battle. But I think being aware is the first step, right? Number five is the having fun. And this might be the hardest. So just stay with me, stick around with me hang out in the marketing for children's authors or join the BAM group, listen to the podcast once a week and try anyway to have a little bit more fun with your marketing. Head on over to the marketing for children's authors Facebook group right now and make a post committing to one of the actions that I have talked about today in the four simple actions to boost profits from children's book vocal training. I love to reward action takers who commit to their book businesses. So who knows what I'm going to offer up to people who go in there and declare their commitment to helping grow their revenue, grow their profits from their children's books. Okay, see you in the group, my friends.